When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and I am coming to you here from the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Sonny is snuggled up in his little bed, and Holly is hanging out in the kitchen. I'm standing in my craft room right at the moment, and I am traveling back and forth between the craft room and the kitchen area because I am putting down some papers. Uh, I'm creating some bundles, and um, I'm trying to get a nice little creative, you know, uh, variety and some papers that I'm using here. So let's see. Let's see. What do I have here? Um, okay. So I thought today we would talk about holidays and does, do the holidays thinking in Christmas and, and things like that. I know it's a little ways away, but does it bring, hello, Holly. Yes. I'm in the kitchen beside Holly and he's having a lot to say as usual. Yes. Making his water sound and the smoke alarm sound. Very good, Holly. Bravo, right on cue. Um, does it bring joy or paralytic fear into your body when you think about the holidays coming? Now, of course, we're in um, the strange times uh, the, these days. Of Maybe holidays might look a little bit different because of what's going on in the world. But um, still, that doesn't mean that we won't be shipping things or meeting people and... Um, you know, handing things off and, um, you know, does it get you excited about wanting to make things for the holidays or do you go into a sheer panic number one, just because of, uh, um, oh my gosh, I need to start now or I'll never get everything done. I have 12 grandkids and everybody has to have a handmade something and I'm going to sweat until I get everything done and it becomes, um, high pressure, high cooker experience. Or is it more relaxed and gentle and, uh, oh, it's so early, I can settle in now. It's no big deal. Um, I've got time. And uh, my goodness, we've got to go through Halloween. We've got to go through Thanksgiving. And uh, any other of the little holidays that are always salt and peppered in there, uh, the unsuspectings. And um, uh, so um, I would say in general, I'm... I'm not really a high-pressure holiday person, and I go through waves of I'm either all about Christmas or I'm not all about Christmas at all, and I can't even think about Christmas. Um, So for some reason right now, I'm thinking about Christmas. Yes, yes, Holly, yes, yes. He's ringing his jingle bells, and uh, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, okay. Um, And uh, I'm thinking, you know... Sometimes when you make things that are what I call evergreen, um, you may have heard this expression on YouTube, when content is evergreen, that means that it really doesn't, it doesn't expire or become dated. It's just general information that you could listen to anytime. You could listen to a video that's, you know, 10 years old and it would still be applicable. Um, you know, for example, say about relaxation, how to relax, easy ways to relax. Well, that could be valuable at any point in time in anybody's life, right? Um, well, you can also make evergreen Christmas gifts. 
So not everything for Christmas has to look like Christmas, number one. And that way, if you decide not to give it to somebody for Christmas or you change who gets what or you decide maybe you're going to make a bunch of things for Christmas and then you just run out of time or steam or life changes and something and then you decide not to, it's okay because these items can be used at another time, another um, uh, holiday, another birthday, um, for different people. So... If uh, you're unsure about which way to go, sometimes the evergreen path is a good one uh, just because it'll make whatever you're making, keep whatever you're making um, pertinent uh, to whatever is going on in the day and during the time. So I was wondering where you guys sit in this camp. I have to check my Facebook to see if anybody's able to communicate there. And uh, let me just pop over there and see, see how it's going. Um, I think I've confessed before I'm not the greatest at Facebook, but let me see. I know I, if I go in there and I go into my Paper Outpost FB group, magically on the left, there's a, there is a podcast button. Where did it go? Meta, pending post, schedule activities, group setting. No, it's on the regular, it's on the regular Facebook page. That's right. No, it's not in the group. It is in the Paper Outpost Facebook page, the regular page talking to myself here, re-educating myself on how this all works. Podcast, there it is. Okay, clicking on it. Your podcast, The Paper Outpost, The Joy of Junk Journals, published. Okay, let me click on that. RSS feed. Okay, what does that mean? Optional features, enable clips coming soon. Oh, I guess it's maybe it's not ready yet. That, mu- that must be what it is. So I've published the podcast, but it looks like Facebook is not ready yet, I think, or I have not been selected yet, or what- whatever that is. I- nothing's happening yet, so... Don't get too excited. <laughs> um, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. Do I have enough? You have life of a crafter, right? We're constantly counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I might be one short. Um, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Whoop, no. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yep, one short, of course. Um, you know, there's nothing... <laughs> There is nothing worse than uh, counting out everything and like doing something that takes a lot of time to um, organize and you realize you're one pile short. Yep, yep. Oh, I've been there so many times, I, I can't even tell you. So that's part of the, uh, the Christmas feeling. I think that if um, maybe mass making uh, junk journals is not necessarily something you, you do or you care about or because you're just making them one at a time maybe just for yourself or just close friends and family so you're really uh, just snuggling down into one book as you do it Christmas may be your opportunity to see what it feels like to mass make um, it can be an opportunity to um, make a bunch of similar things all at once you know those grandkids or great grandkids or um, you know, daughter, whatever you've got, you know, that maybe there's a lot of. <laughs> um, this is the opportunity to see what it feels like. And you've probably already been there. I'm preaching to the choir here. It's not like you just, these, these uh, grandkids just appeared out of nowhere. A lot of them have been there a while. And um, uh, you've dealt with, you know, buying whatever it was, blankets, socks, I mean, you know, t-shirt, I mean, you name it. You've just, you've done mass quantity before, but maybe this is, you're just dabbling into the making uh, process um, for the mass making the first few times here. If that's a possibility, um, it can be a very interesting phase in life. Very scary initially it was for me. Um, 
But then I started to see there was a level of efficiency that came with it. Because the more you do something, the more you see, okay, every time you stop and you pick up something, you have to ask yourself, does it take more time to pick it up and put it down and go get another one? Or is it better to put this one thing down seven times or ten times and then go get a different thing? And you're going to probably find that the um, it'll, it is a little bit, um, you kind of feel a little bit like a factory where you're, you know, okay, you're doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. But if you can stay connected to the, the, the joy of what you're doing and uh, bringing uniqueness and creativity in the process, I highly, highly recommend that because it can become laborious if you uh, don't watch yourself. And I don't think that's your intent. You're making things because you want to show people and friends how much you love them and care for them so you're making you're hand making them things and and you want it to express your personality maybe their personality um, and you want it to be a good experience for everybody for you in the making process and for them in the receiving process now um, we must it we here's the grand weed I must reiterate again that once you release your journals out into the world we have absolutely zero control over the experience of the person receiving them and all we can do is uh, wish them well, wish the people well, and wish our journals well, that they will uh, find happy homes, and that they will be appreciated and loved and adored. And you know what? Um, the way we may collect old things from other times and other places, it may not be the first person that receives it. It may be the second or third person that comes across your junk journal in time. Uh, so we, we don't know. And... Um, uh, or you might know. I mean, you might find that, you know, maybe a granddaughter gets all excited about the junk journal and wants to make her own, and she wants you to teach her how to make them, and then you're having fun together, making them together, and coming up with all sorts of crazy ideas nobody's ever seen before or thought of, and um, you're just having a great time experiencing the joy of paper. Um, one, um, I don't have any grandkids, but um, I did have an experience once um, where I had given, I may have mentioned this, but I had given a good friend of mine, yeah, good, uh, there's a couple that is a good friend of ours, and uh, they, um, I adore them, and I was really getting deep into my journal making, and uh, I just, I just wanted to give them each a journal. So I made a journal for the lady, and I made a journal for the gentleman, and um, was it, I think it was for the gentleman's. Um, so I, I man-styled it, okay, I did, I man-styled it, gave it some, you know, male energy, and uh, it was actually, I took a, um, an old mystery story of a ship that was lost, and uh, um, I kept the cover as was, because it was a cool cover, and then I just loaded it with spooky ship-like things, and uh, maybe some little snippets from the story, and things like that, it was pretty cool, um, I thought so, <laughs> and uh, I think he was a little surprised because he didn't expect to get something like that, but he was, you know, you know, showing or feigning interest and head bobbing and that. But all of a sudden, this woman across the room, it was a, it was a little um, like a Sunday gathering barbecue. She comes flying across the room. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. <gasps> is that a junk journal? Did you make that? Oh my God, can I look at it? Do you take orders? So you just never know. You just never... Okay, I'm going in the other room, Holly. Oh, bye. <laughs> you just never know who's going to... Who you're going to connect with and on what level. I mean, I wasn't even having a conversation with this woman and she came out of nowhere. So that can happen. And and that's why I want to encourage you, um, if you are considering selling your junk journals or anything like that, it's... Um, there's a very good market for junk journals. Uh, people do like handmade things and uh, they're unique, one of a kind, um, a lot of personalization in them. And, and uh, especially people who make things can, can relate to that. Um, there is, you have to get them in front of the right eyes. And this was a, actually one of those cases. Um, so just know that if you're, you know, find that you're bumping your head up against a wall and you're starting to crank these puppies out because they're just so much darn fun to make and I can completely relate, you got to get them in front of the right eyes and that'll be different for everybody. But, um, well, that's a topic for another day. Uh, but yeah, so, um, that's how it can happen. So sometimes it may not necessarily be the person that you're giving it to or gifting it to. It may be somebody else that happens to come across it at their house somebody later after that person has passed away and they find it in their attic and they're like oh my gosh what is this and uh those okay all right i think it's peanut okay what, no not a peanut no we can't do peanuts um what do we have we want a walnut okay we're pulling out the heavy artillery we have walnuts all right we'll see if this works how about a carrot holly you like a carrot There you go, my bumpkin. That should give us 30 seconds of reprieve. And uh, so, yeah, so Christmas, is it, does it twinkle your toes? I mean, um, does it get you going? Does it make you start thinking, oh, geez, you know, what can I uh, bury myself in, dive into, dive deep, forget about everything that's going on in the world and just make some fun stuff with all the little things I have collected. Or if I just look around my house, I'm sure I'm gonna find some things. And as we know, a crafter's Christmas starts in July. And I know people on the other side of the world, they're saying, well, it already is or just was Christmas, or, or not Christmas, but it's, it's winter, so we kind of get that, that, that feeling. I, I don't know how that all works, but, um, uh, what a, you know, I think that it's important to keep your mind open to what makes you feel good when you're creating. You know, are you expressing yourself, and are you having fun? Are you... Um, pushing your own envelope? Are you creating things that are a little bit out of your comfort range just to grow your skill set? Um, or are you are you playing it safe, doing the same thing? And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there are no rules. Um, if you love to make quilts and you've made them the same way for a hundred years, but they bring you great joy to create these masterpieces, um, or they're not masterpieces, maybe they're just fun and uh, you love to create quilts, um, uh, maybe a, an easy way that um, you're able to do that and you just enjoy the process, then that is beautiful and you are right on the money and you are, are rocking it. You are absolutely um, nailing it because uh, the joy that you receive from the cre creating, it pay I mean, for what we put into it in our blood, energy, time, effort, you know, peace of mind, all of that um, is paid back um, a million times over when we, we feel joy in the process of creating. 
when we assemble things that would have never been assembled together before. And with our, our, our magical glues and our staplers <laughs> and our tape, you know, we can go places. We can really go places. And uh, um, thankfully, very thankfully, there is this world of paper that we can, we can always go into and uh, find our way about, muck our way about, get, get way too much glue stuck to our fingers, get way too much ink on our fingers, and we can, we can come out smiling and we can say, well, that was a good crafting session. You know, you feel like, hey, I made some progress. I'm looking here right now at my embellishment box, and um, I have um, a lot of pre-made embellishments. And um, a lot of these came from my earlier videos when I would sit down and I would make prototypes. In other words, I would make one and then I would make one for the video and, or make a few to show you and then make one for the video. Um, I, was, I sort of fell into the mass making world in that arena because I had to get used to making multiples. And so you kind of find quickly what is the most comfortable way for you to cut something measure something or not measure something getting around things by not measuring them is is a world of fun if you haven't dabbled into that I highly recommend it and um, uh, then you know it then you're you're experiencing all these different things as you go and each one you learn a little something and um, I think that's what happened to me over all the different videos and I think there's 400 plus videos now that everyone opened my eyes to something um, uh, you know, a different way to do something. And, and I have to admit, I did forget a lot of my efficiency tricks because maybe I, I figured something out and then I don't do it for quite a while and then it gets lost into the abyss. Uh, but then I thought, you know, Mom, doing the newsletter where I give a junk journal tip, um, I try and put one of those or several of those tips in each um, newsletter so that I can pass those on to others in case they may find them helpful as well. Because sometimes, let me tell you, and I'm sure... Many of you can relate that if you could just get past that one part, if you could just find some way that the papers would align, the signatures would be straight, the strings wouldn't come apart, that the whole journal wouldn't explode in somebody's hands. I mean, just these little tiny things. If you just knew them, it could make your world so much easier. And then you could get past that and get on with it and get to the um, decorating and just having a lot of fun. And you can you know, um, scratch your head about how many pages should I put in a signature and how much decorating and what's too wide of a gator mouth? Hmm, who, who, who knows the answer to that? Sunny? No, there's no number. Okay, thank you. And um, um, there's a lot of ahas that come along the way. So when we're talking the holidays and you're slowly approaching and that time is coming, maybe you're thinking, hmm, I don't have that much family left or that many family members left. They're, they're, maybe they've all gone, they're past, and it's me. I'm, I'm at the bottom of the evolutionary tree. Um, uh, well, there's friends and there's people and the, the wonderful world of the internet does keep us interconnected. And even if it is not possible to share our physical items with each other, um, maybe due to be prohibitive because be prohibited because of uh, shipping costs and things like that that we can still take pictures and we can still share and show and inspire um, through that and that is the wonderful thing that that has come from the internet and from the Facebook group and things like that because we can still share and exchange ideas and um, 
I think it's wonderful. I mean, I get excited when I see somebody use my ideas. I'm like, okay, I'm glad somebody thought there might have been some value there. Um, And then I see how they gave it their own personal twist. And they can't help but doing that because um, it always happens. Um, And and it's just amazing how I see what they've done and what they've done with the things that they have on hand. The things that you have in your house are not the same things that I have in my house. Um, We probably have some general things, like maybe we have packaging and cardboard boxes that come in from online ordering or maybe we have old clothing we could turn into amazing things but we do have the common um, thought of imagination and creativity and when you sit down with that with your eyes open wide to anything is possible things can go anywhere from there and I invite you to step into that realm and take yourself on a wonderful creative journey maybe today, maybe this afternoon, maybe tomorrow, um, and just have some fun and forget about the rest of the world, And but at the same time be thinking about the rest of the world as you are creating something beautiful because um, everything comes full circle. So from uh, Sunny and me and Holly, of course, and the lovies and Papa, we all wish you a very merry, happy August, <laughs> wherever you are and whatever the weather is like. Um, I hope you're warm and comfortable and cozy and dry and snug and um, the world is being good to you because you deserve it and you certainly deserve lots of fun. So take care everybody and um, if you're looking for any of my links, they're all linked uh, all in my description box below my videos. I do have more fundals in my Etsy shop if you're looking for those and I'll be talking to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.